However, we need to understand what it takes to be over in Malafa Dayaksa. And within the Malafas, the cycle of Malafa and Toba. So the the Torah tells us at the beginning of I know there's joint us on Zoom where um, we haven't really said very much yet. Um, the the Torah at the beginning of Parashat Yaakov, which is coming up soon, um, tells us that Moshe gathered the whole of Israel. He said, And he says, He says, Keep Shams. So the Gemara explains that what Moshe was telling Israel was to build the Mishkan. Parashat Yaakov just comes out to Chumat Tatala. Akshbaruchu, and obviously Ksis as well, but um, Akshbaruchu was commanding Ksalishah to build the Mishkan, but not just to build the Mishkan, build it over six days, and don't build it on Shabbos. There was a specific command, don't build the Mishkan on Shabbos. Now, he didn't just say don't build on Shabbos, he said the words, Eila Hadvarim, Hashem. Now, Eila Hadvarim is true. It doesn't say Zeadava, it says Eila Hadvarim, right? Now, what does it mean? What, what plural are we referring to? Yeah. So the Gemara says that this refers to Lama Tasmalakas. It's plural. It means Lama Tasmalakas. Lama Tasmalakas, you can do for six days. And more than that, we derive what the Lama Tasmalakas are from what they did in the mission. Eilad Zorim, Gemara says, means Lama Tasmalakas. How does the Gemara do that? The fact that the word Eilat Vorim refers to Lamatas Mulakas is nothing more, nothing less than Achmash Sinai. We have no idea in some second Torah that it's Lamatas Mulakas. There's no more for it. But But when I say the words in Paris by Yaakov, Eilat Vorim, he meant Lamatas Mulakas. Now, Again, we're still stuck, because even if you tell me the Lama Tesmolachas, I still have no idea what Lama Tesmolachas are. Maybe standing up and down a hundred times, is maybe dancing in the street as long as I have no idea. How should I, how should I, what should I base on? So we base on what they did in the Mishkan, because the Torah is telling you the Lama Tesmolachas are relevant to how they built the Mishkan. Now, that in itself um, is Gemara's, not some things that were in the Mishkan. We don't, we're not, we don't make an Asa out of them. Most things we do. But what are we learning from? We're learning from the building of the Mishkan. Some Rishonim learned that we learn also from what they did in the Mishkan after it was erected, meaning things like Lechma Ponim, for example. So the Melacha, according to Moshe Rishonim, is Bishel. Bishel is in the Salmon. Right? The Salmonim was needed to make the dyes, to make the Ureas. However, some Rishonim take on that Eifer is also an Ab Eifer wasn't in the Asiya Samishkan. Where was Eifer? In what did they do Lachma Ponim for? After they already made the Mishkan, they needed to come on us. So that's my friend Kishayim. Do we purely learn from the creation of the Mishkan? Or do we also learn from the Hakravas and the Avoidas of Mishkan afterwards? Again, there's not much enough community to that particular point. Because even, even if Eifer would only be a Toldah and on Av, you'd still be over this, you're still over this Veraisa by baking in your oven or shelf. So there's no practical difference if an Av is or a Toldah. It's just principle. Um, what, what Hagdara, what parameters does it fall into? So the majority of the Hagdara to Shabbos does not have any halak and afkaminas, therefore I'm not going to spend too long on it. So the science doesn't have something called the Tolga. Now, 
What does it take to be an Av? What does it take to be a Tolva? So if you do the exact same Pu'ullah, they did in the Mishkan, if you plant a seed, they plant a seed in the Mishkan. Um, if you carry something into the street on Shabbos, um, then again, you're doing what they did in the Mishkan. So therefore, you have purely because of an Av Malachah. Now, there are various scenarios which you are doing something similar to the Mishkan, but it's not quite exactly the same as the Mishkan. So, for example, somebody who waters seed on Shabbos, you water a seed. Why are you watering a seed? You want it to grow, right? Now, what did they do in the Mishkan? They didn't water seeds in the Mishkan. They planted the seed and they left it to grow. We don't find them, we don't find anywhere where they actually watered them. And why they didn't water them, I don't know. But we're told by Chazal, that was showing him the Ikka, that somebody who uses a seed is a Tolda, even though he has done the exact same um, Tachlis that they did in the Mishkan, the purpose of sowing a seed is to have a grow, have a grain. The purpose of watering Zoram is also for that purpose, because you're not doing the Malacha in the seed, you're doing the Malacha in the water, therefore you have deviated very slightly from what they did in the Mishkan, and therefore, that would only be classified as a toldah, not by an hour. Again, there's no practical difference because you're still even into the right because it, it's enough daima to the, to the al-malacha and the fact that they both have the same tachlis, but therefore it would still be into the right. However, what is interesting, and this is where really the halacha of malacha comes from, is that this is the most famous example all place can give. Somebody who schleps a very large item within his own house. You might have a staircase, let's say, in your house, and you schlep to the very same um, heavy, heavy couch, let's say. It's something which you would usually do with more than one person. But I would say you did it by yourself. Did it with two people anyway, Every time you do a malach effectively, um, you are usually, you are usually not even a sterilizer. So let's talk about a case where you did it yourself. So that's mutter. There's no such malach in the Torah to be matriarch yourself and go and schlep, um, eight, Eight, let's say you have a stack of five, six chairs, heavy chairs. You're doing absolutely nothing wrong. As far as the Torah is concerned, there might be a Shiloh Torah, which might be also a on, but in the, as far as the Torah is concerned, there's nothing wrong with that. But yet, you can take the smallest, lightest item and transfer it from Shayach to Shraman and you open a Melachim in Torah. That makes no logical sense. And that is the primary example that all the posts can give to bring out the point that a Melachim has nothing to do with what we call a job. Nothing to do with how much, how difficult, how easy it is. It's a purely about, are you doing something? They did the Mishkan. If it was Chosh in the Mishkan, Hatsal was very Chosh in the Mishkan. They needed to transfer the beams to, to transfer all the times where they wanted to erect the Mishkan and dismantle the Mishkan. So it was very, very important. Therefore, um, we learned it from the Mishkan, you'd be chayv in that case. Um, there are a number of scenarios which are also, um, not exactly an R, but they're similar to an R. Um, on the paper, you'll, on the email, you'll see the, you'll see the exact details of, I've, I've classified an av, I've classified a, a me'ena av, and I've classified a tolda. Um, I've given a number of examples, and it's a little bit tricky, and because it's not so practical, I will not discuss it, um, in the shape, but it's, it's worth reading through it just to get a clarity on those three things. Um, now, there's another interesting point when it comes to Malachas. But you can do the exact same act, and depending on where you do it, you'll be, or how you do it, you'll be over different malachas. So for example, somebody makes a burrow in his house. 
you start digging down, you know, I do why he would do it. Um, you can think of five reasons why he might be doing this. Not relevant to our discussion right now why he's doing it. Let's look at the plain act of digging digging in his in his house. You dig in your house, you're over depending exactly what you're trying to achieve but it's either boy or say one or two now somebody who goes and unless he doesn't dig but he just smooths out the um smooths out the earth so we don't have earth today so this is not a good example it's not a good contemporary example but let's say theoretically speaking one would have earth and one would flatten it out then one would be higher for boy if I would do the exact same for Ullah in a field where there's an opportunity to grow seeds and make grain, then you can harvest it and make bread and from flour, then that's an entirely different malacha. That's malachas pirage, because you're preparing the ground for growing your seeds. But you've done the exact same pullah that you did in the house. In both cases, what you did was either you dug up earth or you smoothed it out to make the quality of the land better. It's exactly the same act, but it's got different malacha. Because in the house, obviously you don't plant in the house. So you can't, that can't be called perish. The idea of perish is to repair the ground to growing a seed. You haven't done that. Nobody grows a seed in the house. What have you done? You prepared the house for some sort of uh, construction purpose. That's spider or sisa, depending on whether, what, the, what your intention is. So you can do the exact same action, but you're changing what the malacha is by what, by either the the scenario where you're doing another example. Let's say you squeezed a, um, a cloth. Let's say your your shirt is full of um, full of some messy liquid that's been absorbed in it. Let's say water. You'll, you'll realize in a second why I'm talking about water. Sometimes you squeeze water. One can squeeze water out of a shirt for one of two purposes. Either because you want your shirt to be clean, you don't want it wet. Shirt, you want to be able to wear your shirt. So what do you do? You'll squeeze it and you'll wait a little bit longer and it will dry up enough that you can wear it. We're obviously talking about quite a shasat crack because most people don't wear shirts that have been, most people will just put that shirt in the washing and nowadays. But for argument's sake, that's what you did to your foot. Now, there's two reasons why you would want to, why you don't squeeze it. You can either squeeze it because you want to or you can squeeze it because you want water. You want to drink water. It's probably very tasty to drink water that has been um, being absorbed into your um, sweaty, sweaty shirt. I'm sure it's very tasty. But even if you don't want to drink it, maybe you want it for another purpose. I have no idea why you want the water, but he wants the water. So what malacha has he done? So incredibly enough, he's in both cases been over two entirely different malachas. Somebody who squeezes a beggar because he wants the beggar to be clean is over malachas liven because he has cleaned the clothes. He's over liven. And now you understand why, why I picked water. If you pick orange juice, or you pick coke, or you pick coffee, squeezing out is not going to do liver. It's not going to remain clean. It's going to be as stained as it was before. Um, it still has the most, the, the same colorful, horrible stain that you, exists previously. That's not formula as liver. Um, you haven't achieved anything. Therefore, I specifically chose water to bring out that point. However, if you squeeze it because you want the water, in this case, you could either, it'll also be in a gear if you want coke, um, which I hear, so you want the orange juice, so you want coffee, then you'll be over entirely different with You'll be over Melechas. Seichet. is a told of Mefarik. Mefarik is a told of Dosh. Um, 
because they extracted the 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 wheat from the kernel. So that was what, that's what they did in the Mishkan. So therefore, anytime you detach A from B, when you want A and you don't want B, that is a getter of a tolda of dosh. Therefore, seichet is a tolda of dosh. So you've done the exact same pula, but you've been over a different malacha based on your intention behind the malacha. And that's, that's really incredible to think about that. You can do the exact same job and your intention is kever what malacha is doing. So, we always need to look at why he's doing it, what is he doing, what's he doing in, to be clear what Malachi has done. Um, in that, this particular case, that enough to use enough in somebody who squeezes a, a, um, clock because there's coke in it, and he squeezes it out, if his intention is to clean out the clock, he will not be over this the writer because he's not that liberal, he's not clean. If his intention is to clean the, 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 the clothes or whatever the beggar does, then if his intention is for that, he hasn't achieved that. Therefore, maximum he'll be transgressing is the Nisad However, if his intention is that he wants to go, he's achieved the Nisad There's a huge napkin in Allah for what your intention is. What's napkin if it's Drabon and Duraisa? It's also anyway. The answer is, there's a napkin in it with Makam and Sairah when we're making. So, Lamashal. Um, we have a Chayla. So the halacha is, even if you have a fairly shesh for you are always better off doing it as a drabonon when you can. You're only allowed to do this as a raisa if it directly affects, lechatchila, if it directly affects the medical condition of the fayda. If it doesn't directly affect the condition of the fayda, you always prefer to at least try and do it, not, not try to do it as a Therefore, whenever you can do this as a drabonon, as a raisa, that's always better, you're always better off. So, all these, we need to always be aware of the Shabbat and the Raisa in order to know what, what level of Issa we will pick for Mokham Tzairah to do it by Ben Hatta. Um, Kovat Abrius is actually a slightly better Hatta. Something, somebody is extremely embarrassed about something. So Kovat Abrius is both a Kolois or Shabbat That's a Gemara. It doesn't have to be Issa Drabbanon to Mate Kovat Abrius. I'm not going to get into all the examples of Kovat Abrius. So there's many, many examples. But when there is a, a, a strong level of gnai or embarrassment, then we actually, we spoke about this, about muksa. We said that if somebody finds muksa in their pockets in the middle of a shul, so one is not mechayev to tip out. Let's say you find a 5p coin or a pound coin in your jacket pocket on Shabbos, whatever the reason was that you had it in your pocket. So you're not mechayev. Tip it out. There's no din bosses because you never had come on and it should be there. It was a mistake. It was a mishap. But you're still not really allowed to move around with it because you're still carrying books on you. You're still moving books around. So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to tip it out. But if I tip it out and show, whenever I'm going to I've got a pound coin, it'll be a bit embarrassing. Why don't you, why don't you check your clothes before showers? There's a lot in the hills in the Shokanara. Just check your clothes before showers. It's, it's embarrassing. So because it's embarrassing, you're not going to embarrass yourself. What do you do? You go out, you're allowed to go out of show. Find a, a, a place that you'd rather dip it out to. Now, again, in this particular case, you're going to lose money. There's a potential you're going to lose money. Um, so you're going to have to be very careful where you do it. But that's the halacha is you are, you're still prepared to dip it out. Um, cover Dabrius, in this case, is only Deja and Muxa. It's not Deja, it's a Deraisa. So this happens to be a very, a very, um, very, very small example of a governor where we are not to cover Dabrius. But that's just one example that we've mentioned in the past. Where Kavdabrius would, would, would be a hetter. Um, so that's what we, we always need to know is a derisive job. Now, 
Um, I'd like to this evening discuss a little bit further a, another, and um, I'd like to discuss slightly further one of the protim what makes a malachi instead of malachi derai. So we're going to go through all of them, um, briefly, not at length, um, and then we will get on to go through each malachi individually. So I'm going to discuss the malachi of doing a malachi in the usual way. So we learn from the Mishkan, Malachas Machshavas Ashotaira, the person is only over in Isidoraisa if he does the Malacha in the, the usual way of doing the Malacha. Usual way is defined by the way they did it in the Mishkan. However, um, it is basically safer. Um, every, every Malacha has its obvious way of doing its Malacha and it has its strange way of doing malacha. So, so the mushroom, if you're going to grind something, so the most obvious way of grinding is by taking a special utensil called a mill, and you go crash, 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 and it will be ground. If you use a different utensil, let's say you use a back of a spoon or back of a knife, then at worst, you're only over it into the one because that's not a normal way to crash things. And you might have to be a person that you always uses that to crash with, Maybe because you don't have a mill available, that doesn't make it more kadarka. You're still doing something which is intrinsically not the usual way of doing that particular malacha. Um, the way you do it is not kaveya the derech. It's the principle of it that's kaveya the derech. Um, so there's actually a a halacha in Shofanara that if you do a shinoi which is extremely either extremely strange or it's a double dover shinoi or if it's the Shinite that is a big tirita, it's entirely mud. So, for example, I have a banana, I want to mash the banana. So, it's a tirita to mash a banana. You want to use the back of a knife, or the back of a spoon, the back of a fork. It's, 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 it's a bala, right? Now, that Shinite is considered to be, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a shine of token, because you're still breaking out the banana into, you're changing the stage of the banana from a whole banana to a mashed banana. So to a certain extent, you're doing toichen. However, because you're doing it in what has, what the Paisium classifies as a very strange way of doing toichen, therefore it's actually mutter. So this is, happens to be a case where it would be, it would be mutter. Um, and you're, if you're, it's very negea for young kids, uh, you give mash banana. Um, so it's mutter to do that for them. But usually speaking, a shinoi only takes it from the derisor to drop on. So the marshal, some do carries mashabas and they put something in their sock, they put something in their hat. That's not a normal way of carrying something in the street. Um, therefore, you will not be over to the race. Even though the malacha poitza has taken place to the same extent, the item has been transferred from place A to place B, that doesn't make a slight of difference because at the end of the day, you're transferring it in a strange way. It's not about what you achieve, it's about the way you achieve it. That's the, that's the din of, of Derek Malacha. It's a, it's a huge chiddush, but these, these are all Makairas directly learned from the Mishkan. But that's different from the example of banana. Huh? Very different from the example of banana. In a way, banana is much worse. Yeah, yeah logically, banana is worse. But in Alakha, Alakha it's, 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 it's a, a very extreme way of, of, of taking I wouldn't have said it if I didn't have Shofanara. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have said that mashi banana is, 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 is an extreme, period of extreme shinai. In the, in the case of banana, so the price can say a number of possibilities, even because, um, it's more normal to, to grind by breaking it into separate pieces as opposed to one 
substance, just as in a different status. The malacha paytan is usually doing it tiny pieces as opposed to one one match. That's that's the best swara the place can say. And therefore it's a it's a it's a complete it's not a shino mitzad the fullah. It's a shino mitzad the tapless of what taken is. That makes it slightly easier to understand. It's not it's not the shot that it's 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 weird to mash with a back of the back of the so that's not the reason why it's a shino. Because the malachi you're trying to achieve is usually done in a different way. Malachi of grinding is usually done that you end up with with a with, 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 with it. Correct, correct, correct. That's correct, correct. So sometimes that's enough to give it enough of a shinai there. I'm going to look at these, the Marakomas on, on this particular shayla. The next week can tell you slightly clearer um, the exact parameters of it. Um, I don't want to misquote the poiskim. But as far as I remember, that's one of the terms. That's one of the reasons that they say. Um, similarly, if you were to chuck a stone at a fruit which is growing on the tree, let's say you've got an apple tree in your back garden, and you take a stone or you take a football, and you go, you kick the football, and, the, and you intend it. I'm not talking about what you didn't intend. I'm talking about what you intended. You intended that the apple should come up. So in that case, again, that's not the normal way of, of, of removing an apple from a tree. Most people, when they want to move an apple from a tree, they go to the tree, take the hand, and they go pull. Or they do, or they take a pair of scissors and they'll cut the twig, whatever it is. Most people don't start taking stones and start aiming at the apple. Therefore, that's a shiver. Um, it shouldn't sort of be a shiver gummer in a way. Um, Again, you're going to throw me the case of the banana. So I'm not going to get involved in this evening and trying to explain the exact get of what makes it a shinagomu to be mutter. And then the next week I will, I will, I will look at the post again and, and it describe slightly clearer what it takes to make it mutter or just also. I'm just setting out the parameters that throwing an evan is Mephrosha Gemara, that it is not a Malacha Dairaisa. Similarly, somebody who is right-handed, most people are right-handed, Excluding myself, but most people are right-handed. So if you write with your left hand, you will not be over the right because it's not normal to write with your left hand. Um, if you if you are, this is really important actually to be aware. If you need to, if you do a tick or you do a simon, which is not actually writing a word, it's just you're just doing what we call rishima in 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 halacha. You're doing roishem. You're just making a mark of some sort of sign. So a tick would be an obvious example. There's no difference if you use your right hand. Because you're not actually writing, you're just doing, you're just doing a similar, you're just doing your shima. So people on Hatsala and Marshall, that they always write with their, with their other hand whenever, whenever they're writing medical reports, um, before they take a patient into hospital. So there's a, there's a procedure what they have to do. They have to, they have to take responsibility of asking you questions about what your medical history is. So the halacha is that if they're gonna, um, do a rishima, let's say a tech or let's say a saf or whatever it's gonna be, then they're not achieving anything by writing with their with their irregular hand because you achieve the same results. You can't tell. The understanding is that you, when you write something, you can actually tell if you're writing it strangely. Unless you write in italics, which is anyway a bit stranger of writing, you can, you can usually tell if somebody wrote something with their good hand or with their weak hand. When it comes to a tick or a, or a circle, you can't usually tell because it doesn't take much expertise, much, much much uh, craftsmanship to go and um, do a Rishima, therefore you won't, you won't be able to see the difference if it's the right or the left hand. Therefore, it comes to Rosh, there's enough Kumina. It comes to Kaisev, there is enough Kumina. Um, so all these things will digress in Isidra Um 
we talked about Hoytza. Um, similarly, somebody who bites their nails off, people have a tendency to bite their nails. So, assuming that he's fulfilled all the other conditions for the Raisa, which we'll discuss next week. But, talking about the actual halacha of Shinoi, of, of doing a malacha kadarkoi, so, Chazal tell us that the way to cut your nails is not by biting them off. That's not a normal way. As far as halacha is concerned, it's not a normal way to bite your nails off. How do you, how do you, how do you remove your nails on Erev Shabbos? Nobody bites their nails on Erev Shabbos to the kind that says, um, cutting your nails. What do you do? You need to take a pair of nail clippers or you take a pair of scissors. There's, there's scissors which are made specially for cutting nails. Usually they use them for the babies and, and the young kids because they, 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 they get very scared of having their nails cut off. So, but most adults use nail clippers. If you use nail clippers, you'll be over the rice on Shabbos. If you were to uh, bite them off, you will maximum be over the Rabbono. It's um, impossible to be over the Raisa. Um, assuming that you intended to want your nails, which is also rather peculiar. Um, it's not Malach Mashiach, it's strictly good for either, but we'll, we'll, we're not discussing that um, did right now. We're discussing Shinoi. So somebody who bites their nails off, or somebody who were to remove their nails with their fingers, so people peel their Peel skin and peel, peel nails. All of that is maximum isadurabono. However, if you were to pluck a feather of a bird, um, I don't know if you were bored one Shabbos afternoon and you decided to go to the park and start plucking feathers off birds or ducks or the like. So, firstly, you have which which I think we pluck with the writer. But besides that, um, as far as the Shabbos is concerned, um, you will be over the writer because plucking feathers of animals is normal as far as I stated in Gemara. It's normal not to cut it with a knife or with a pair of scissors. It is normal to go, to go out to an animal and pluck its feather off with your hand. Uh, yeah. Sorry? It's normally dead. I hear. Yeah, okay. Um, Allah, you'd be tired, um, by putting it off. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be screaming at you at the same time, but that's the, just, that's just the, the technicalities around, around the situation. Um, if you have a malacha, which is usually specifically done with one kli and you use a different kli, um, then again, you've changed the derech of the malacha, even though the derech is a kli. Which I think is a good example for this particular thing. Um, so you make a furrow in the ground by dragging a bed, for example. So it can sometimes be that it won't create a furrow. But let's say it would. So let's say you intended for it to create a furrow and you did it. So even though you've used the cave to make the furrow, and it's normal to use a key to make a fire. Just usually I use a tyranny, usually I use a spade. Or usually I use a, whatever they're called in English, when you go and take a, what are they called in English? Yeah, well, there's like a tool they use in the, in the, in the fields, making fires. Sorry? Anyone? Oh, great. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, so you, again, you, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So if you use if you use a bed, so you're still using a cave, but we still understand that's called a shim, because you still you still it's still abnormal, it's still abnormal to go and make a, a, a ditches in the ground by using beds, um, and therefore even if you intended to make a fire, 
And at worst, you'll, all you'll be doing is a, is a Dirabono. Um, it's important to be aware, and um, it just came to my mind now, that sometimes you can do an act on Shabbos, and the act in itself is a, is a Dirabono, a Lamashal. You plant a seed in the ground. It will not take root for a while. I have no idea how long the seed take root, but I do know for sure that it doesn't take a split second for it to take root. When have you been over the Malach? Straight away. Let's say, let's say you plant a seed 10 minutes before Shkir on, on, on Shabbos afternoon. You know for sure it will not take root for, I don't know how long it takes, but it will not happen on Shabbos in that case. It probably won't even happen on Shabbos if you do it at lunchtime. I can't tell you, I don't know. But you've still been over this duration because the malafa of planting on Shabbos has nothing to do with it taking root in the ground. It's because you put the seed in the ground and you inserted it and you covered it over with, with soil and you gave it the potential of growing. That is a malafa deraisa. 100%. Totally Correct. Correct. Then for Shabbos, absolutely On the contrary, to malafa's bishop. Malachas Bishel, you put a pot on the stove, you have done absolutely nothing wrong. They haven't cooked yet. Placing a pot on the stove is not a malach. Placing a pot on a stove which is hot is also not a malach. Placing a pot which has food in it, which has got water in it, with the potential of boiling, is also not a malach. The malachas Bishel is to actually cook. You haven't cooked yet. What are you going to say to me? You, you don't do an action, the fire cooks. The answer is that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a team, it's a team effort. You put the you put the thing on, and the fire comes there, but it's Nishatas, it connects to you because you were the one that that without you nothing would have happened. You're always in person to be involved. But if I put a pot on the stove on ten minutes before Shabbos, and I'm cooking rice, and the rice rice actually a really bad example because rice doesn't take very much. But you cook something, you have a cook potatoes, cook potatoes. Potatoes don't take ten minutes to cook. Take a bit a little bit longer, right? Therefore, you are, you've done nothing wrong. On the, Mamash on the contrary to, to the Malach of Zuri, you've done absolutely nothing wrong because you haven't done a bishop. You haven't done a bishop. Now, there's a huge enough when it comes to Shiloh, which is probably why I thought of it now, that what happens if you place a pot on the stove using your left hand? Most people are right-handed. Therefore, I'm assuming you place your pot on your stove with your right hand. What happens if you place the pot on the stove with your left hand? Is that called the Shinoi? And therefore, all we've done is the Rabbana? Or is that, or is it the Zerainus Exactly. And again, the Malacha is not the action of putting it on the stove. The Malacha is the Bishop. Just, I need to put it on the stove to create a Bishop. If I don't put it on the stove, I won't get a Bishop. So therefore, that's all part of the Malacha. But it's got to achieve a Tachlis of cooking, either third or half, or first Rashi in the Rambam, how much has to cook to be able to the But if it doesn't cook, nothing's happened. Therefore, there's no shinai in placing it on the, on the stove because it doesn't make any sense. That's not the malacha. Because if you don't put it on the stove, you get a monkey to put it on the stove, you haven't done anything wrong either. I, your food is being cooked on the stove, it makes a difference. The monkey put it on, you didn't put it on. So obviously you have to put it on. But because that isn't the actual hefts of the malacha, it doesn't make a difference if you put it on the left or right. However, if, let's say by sewing, so let's say, I'm not saying this is true, but let, for argument's sake, let's say it would be abnormal to put a, a seed in the, in the, in the ground with your left hand. It probably isn't abnormal, but let's say it would be. Then you would, then that would be a shinai. Because the malacha of planting is happening right now. Or maybe the malacha of the shah put it in the seed, put it in the ground. I did that in a strange way. I cannot be open to So you, you always have to look at, am I doing a shinai in the actual malacha? 
or not. Okay, we're going to finish with that. Um, and next week we will discuss in uh, more detail other ways of not not being over the Risa and the Ethereum when they can be a Okay, that's no problem.